0: Welcome to a test run edition of the Sackbunt newsletter 2.0 the podcast. So Substack makes it really easy to record podcasts and I just wanted to try, try it out. These are going to be short like 5 10 15 minutes and th- this first one's probably going to be free and a lot of the other ones I'll put for the you know for subscribers. But I just wanted to try it let, let me know if if you like it and they can be kind of you know not full blown podcasts where I have to do a lot of editing and that stuff there's really no editing involved in this i'm just recording it and the the little format that substack allows me to and, and putting it out and no music or, or nothing no i don't even think it's going to go out to like the the podcast uh catcher thingies so if that's a problem i'm not sure but hopefully you can find a way to listen to it and and we'll see kind of where it goes but i, I also wanted to say thanks a lot for to everybody for subscribing to the newsletter or even just checking it out or putting your email in and getting the free stuff. I really appreciate it. You know, I, I did it for a couple of years uh, and stopped last fall after the season. And I just, you know, some people were, were telling me that I should, should try it again. And I decided to do it after thinking about it for a couple of days, I'd been kind of writing about the team a little bit and, and watching the games and on Twitter and, and stuff like that, doing the little Twitter videos and I just wanted to dive back in and, and give it another shot, and I'm hoping that, um, I guess that it's just a little bit more fun this time. Not that it wasn't before, but with the team being competitive, it's just different. And in all the the years that I've kind of written about the Padres and and followed the team, there there hasn't been many that they've been competitive. Um, I kind of came on board in the middle of the last that last successful run in the middle of the you know the early the, the first decade of the 2000s. So the last time that they were really consistently good and then after that, it was like, well, at that point it's like, Hey, this is a good team. You know, (laughs) like they had, they had won in 98 and then they had a good run there. And then after that, they, you know, reverted to the sort of previous versions of the team that had long runs of non-competitiveness. And it's been kind, it was kind of draining at times, especially last year, because there was the positives in the beginning and and things were so exciting. And then it seemed like, you know, once uh, Tatis went down, Um, the season just went downhill so, so fast. And it was just kind of like, like you gotta be kidding me. You know what I mean? Like I thought it was at least going to be like a team that, that stayed around 500 and and for them to finish that way was just kind of tough. So that sort of, I think took something out of me, but I wanted to, I wanted to, to come back and and do it again. Now that they're, now that they're good, uh, kind of jump back on. It's kind of, kind of cheating, but I guess I hope that I've earned it for, for writing about them so long in the, in the, in the down years, so thanks for, for sticking with me, for checking it out, even if you don't subscribe. And like I said, if you just check out the, the stuff I put out on Twitter or whatever, uh, it's always appreciated. And if you have the, you know, the extra money where you can, I really appreciate it. Cause it, it just gives me a little, it gives me more focus to, to try to build something like this. And, you know, the more interest I can have in it, I guess the more time that I can sort of justify putting into it. And it's kind of like a cycle, the, the better it will become. So hopefully it goes that way. And I'm, I'm looking forward to covering the rest of the season and, you know, into the off season and, and going into next year and everything. So um, just looking forward to it. So I want to, um, you know, there's also a lot of stuff going on right now and it's hard to, to, to talk about it at times. I put out a video last night and tried to kind of condense some of my thoughts. So I just wanted to to say that if you were, if you were curious what I thought about it, there's a, a video on Twitter, you know, I, I don't want to, dive into it here because it's such a it's such an important topic and it it deserves a a nuanced discussion and like my point in the in the video that I made is I think it's mostly better for me for me and you know maybe for other people to let you know other people have the you know steer the conversation and and that's kind of how I've thought about it but with that being said I want to jump into to some some baseball topics, and I had two things I want to talk about with the Padres today. Obviously, they split the the doubleheader against the Mariners, and they actually lost a series uh, two out of three. So that's kind of a, a, a disappointing series. You expect to to beat a team like the Mariners. I don't want to say you expect to sweep them because you don't expect to sweep any team in baseball, but you expect to win two out of three. And I think you're kind of hoping in the in the back of your mind that you sweep a team like that. But it's baseball, so a three game series, uh, you know, anything can happen and we're gonna see a lot of that in the playoffs with the with the three game series that, that everybody's gonna be playing, but it wasn't a good series overall. Uh the first game today though was really fun and the offense is really uh hitting well right now. We'll get to get to one part of that in a in a few minutes on Manny Machado, how good he's been lately. But um the first thing I wanted to talk about was Rich Garrett Richards and kind of the starting rotation real quick. I think you have two good starters right now who are pitching well in, in Lamet and Davies and Davies has been really consistent all year. I think he's been, you know, everything you can ask for and and, and some more with uh, increasing the the changeup and the command that he has. And you know, I'm not saying that you're comfortable when he goes out against you know in the playoffs. Maybe I, I don't know because the velocity is low. But I mean, at this point, he continues to prove that. I mean, he can handle any any lineup. Uh, he's pitched well against the Dodgers, um, the Astros. I think he pitched in Coors once. So he's been really good. I hope pitch in tomorrow if he, if he didn't. but um and then Lamette I wrote about today for the for the newsletter. Uh, check it out if you're a subscriber about his start and how it it was you know obviously not one of his best starts. It was actually his worst start of the year, but that it was still a, a competitive start. You know, we went what five innings and, and gave up three runs and had the one bad inning. He walked some guys in you know, the lead off innings and just couldn't get out of all those jams, but he's pitched like an ace this year. And I think you're very comfortable when he goes out there that, that he could be dominant uh, against any team and on any night. So you have two, two, two fifths of the rotation that you're comfortable with. But a couple of weeks ago, you would have said you had, you know, three or four guys that you were comfortable with, with Richards and Paddock. And we know Paddock's had, had issues with the fastball, with the command this year. He just hasn't been, Himself, uh, the fastball hasn't had the same life up in the zone. the The spin is different on it. it. It it looks like a two-seamer some of the times, and then it looks like a cutter sometimes. Like he's trying to work on the cutter. And last year it was more straight, but it had the you know that backspin and that that ride up in the zone where hitters couldn't get on top of it and would either swing under it and, and fall or you know they swing under it and either follow it off or strike out. And uh, I always reference the the Mets start, which was paddock's best I think his best start uh, at least sort of visually um with the uh, with Alonzo and, and all that stuff that was going on and he had so much you know so many swings and misses up in the zone the fastball was electric that night and then he had the change at the bottom of the zone which was also you know was still probably his best pitch and that's when he was really firing on all cylinders um, this year the fastballs coming in at like you know 92 93 94 a lot of times and it's just it, it's more it's not that it's flat because it has movement but it's not the kind of movement that he wants he wants the the backspin movement and instead he's getting more vertical movement and i think hitters are just able to to get on top of it now and he he still really only has you know two primary pitches and he's mixed in the curve i think the curve is is a little better but he doesn't throw it often and he's still throwing a lot of fastballs so guys are just able to get on top of it now and and drive that pitch uh, since it doesn't have the same characteristics that it had last year and then richards um he looked pretty good to start the year. I thought the last few starts have not been have not been good at all. They've been kind of disastrous. The one against the Astros where he only went two innings, he kept the team in the game and give him, give him credit for that. But uh, he threw 64 pitches in two innings. I think 35 in the first inning and then 29 in the second inning. Uh, he just wasn't good. The breaking ball was was in the dirt a lot and just not not even competitive. Not not getting swings. And he was falling behind guys. He had four strikeouts, but three walks. And then tonight, see, I had his line. I know he only got two outs. And uh, uh, ESPN, come on now. Got pop-ups. I like ESPN for the box scores, but I don't like all the pop-ups and the sound that comes on all the time. I had that muted. Anyways, he had only two outs today. Two walks, no strikeouts, two home runs to, you know, Marmaleos and Shed Long. I think Mar- Marmaleos had never hit a home run. Maybe he had one home run coming into this series. Yeah, he hadn't played much this year, and he kind of went went off today on the Padres. But Richards was, I don't really know what was wrong. I mean, he was getting ahead, and then he'd walk a guy. He wasn't able to put him away. Um, his strikeout rate has been down all season. It's it was at seven point seven, seven case per nine, 7.3. It's gone down a little bit, but it just, it, you know, it, he just, the last um, his strikeout percentage is down, not counting today. It was at 20% down from like 27% over the last few years. So it, you know, it, it, it he just looks like he's having trouble putting hitters away. It, the command is not great, but he's never been a great command guy. And when you're coming back from, Tommy John, you know, a lot of times the control and command element is the kind of the last thing that comes back and he has his velocity, but it's not like he's walking a ton of guys and he's always walked uh, a hand. He's never had great command. He's always walked a, a, a decent amount of batters, but, um, just having trouble putting, putting hitters away. And I think over his last four starts, I believe he has the same number of strikeouts as walks and... Like nine and nine. So, hold on a second. So, I, I just don't know if you can rely on him at this point going forward, you know, at least with the deadline coming up and um, what you're going to get in the playoffs. It's, you're, you're not sure right now. And I, I didn't think that he would come back and be healthy, but not be effective. I thought he'd either not be healthy. Or that he would come back and be good. And and right now it's kind of in the, he's healthy, um, but he's, he's not pitching well. So he's a question mark. So you have the two guys that you you count on in the top in Lamette and Davies, and then you have two question marks in Paddock and Richards. And I think Paddock in the long run is going to be fine, but he has to figure out the fastball and the command a little bit. I think he has some things to work on and with a shortened season, you, he's got like five more starts to, to figure it out before you know the playoffs. So you just and and the deadline is is already here. So there's no, um, you know, there's no additional starts to kind of try to figure it out as you'd have in a long season where you could sit, step back and maybe take a, you know, maybe put him on the DL or, or take a take a start off and kind of work on some stuff. It's just everything is accelerated, and the same thing with Richards. You just don't know at this point what you're going to get. Is he is he able to to put guys away like you were expecting, and and get the strikeout rate and the swinging swinging miss rate up and stuff like that, or is he going to struggle the rest of the way? So that leaves the Padres with, like I said, two reliable starters. I wouldn't have said this, you know, two weeks ago, but do you go out and get a starter now? Um, you know, somebody like Lance Lynn has gotten a lot of attention. Uh, he's a solid sort of upper mid rotation starter. He's been really good the last few years. He's he's been good for for most of his career, kind of quietly. But he's he's gotten even better in his mid thirties. Um, you know, I know he throws a lot of fastballs, but he's been really effective. Um, and if you brought in somebody like that, first of all, he's under control for for next season, so he could replace and for relatively cheap, I believe, like eight or ten million, he could replace Richards and, and kind of provide some stability in the middle of the rotation flanked by guys like davies lamette and then probably gordon and patino or whoever the padres um, decide to go out and get to to add to the rotation so you'd have them for next year as well it's not like you're just getting him for you know five starts or eight starts or whatever depending on how, how long you go in the playoffs and the other thing is it would give the padres five starters for the rest of the way where they could move more a to the bullpen um I would think and either have him in like a Patino kind of middle long man role or more of a high leverage role, which probably would make more sense with his stuff and with the Padres needing high leverage arms, especially, you know, not knowing what's up with, with Pomerantz and even Pagan. So that would kind of have a a ripple effect in that way that would help the whole pitching staff. And then they could still go out and get another reliever. Um, Somebody like Trevor Rosenthal to me makes a lot of sense or one of those Royals uh, right handers. So I, I, I wouldn't want to give up a ton in in this season, but I think that since you get them next year as well, you can kind of, you know, you can gamble a little bit more and you got to see what the price is. Like I said, you don't want to get into like a big bidding war because there's only going to be a few sellers, a relatively small number of sellers this year and, and probably a lot more buyers, but you just don't know how this market is going to unfold. There might not be that many buyers because of the money that, that has to be taken on and stuff like that. And because of the the uncertainty around the season so maybe uh a guy like lynn doesn't go for as much as you would think and the other topic i just want to touch on quick is how good manny machado's been i put up a tweet and i had his numbers up here but in the last six six games i believe he has five home runs and no strikeouts so that is like as locked in as as anybody's gonna get um it's you know his his strikeout rate is now down to like 16.7 percent which is basically what it was in his, in his peak years with the Orioles. And, and there's more strikeouts in the, in the majors today. So that's impressive right there in itself. His walk rate is at a career high, um, his hitting for, you know, career, best power and this all small sample stuff, of course. But, um, right now he's having like a breakout season and he's certainly putting to rest, um, you know, that he wasn't right after last year, especially the second half where he had a rough year with the bad. And there were some, some mild concerns that he, you know, that he struck out more and stuff like that. But I looked at before this breakout a couple of weeks ago when he was kind of, he, I know he hit into a couple of like double plays to kind of end games. And there were some questions about, you know, what, what was up with him and and when was he going to kind of pick it up? But even at that point, you know, the underlying numbers, the the swinging miss stuff and the the swing rates, they all looked fine. So to me, it didn't look like a hitter who had just suddenly declined, but you know, a guy that had to just kind of find the rhythm and, uh, you look now and he's swinging at less pitches out of the zone than ever before. He's making more contact um, than he did. Well, it's not so much the contact, I guess. That he's basically making the same amount of contact that he always has. It's just that he's swinging at better pitches. And you know now he's driving them and doing damage, which he didn't do early in the year. And I think if you have Machado now, you have t- Machado is basically hitting like Tatis. And you have Grisham at the top, who's really good against righties and not so great against lefties, but yet you have to kind of gotta live with that with most lefties like kind of like a jock peterson thing you know that i'm not saying that you're not going to play him against lefties but he's definitely not as effective right now but you have you know you have hosmer in the middle now who's been much better we talked about with the launch angle and also with the you know the underlying plate discipline plate discipline stuff swinging at better pitches and then myers is also having a, a breakout year um so the offense and and of course cronenworth who i i don't mean to forget who's been unbelievable and kind of lengthens lengthens the lineup so the offense is good i still think they could add like a an outfielder dh type just to, just to add some depth uh, i don't think they'll they'll get a catcher because it's hard to add a catcher at the deadline especially this season with only a month left you you've got to incorporate you know the catcher into the the pitching staff and learn all the pitches and everything and There are probably a few guys that could do that. Maybe Salvador Perez, maybe Christian Vasquez. Perez is a veteran. I know Vasquez is a good defensive catcher, but I don't know if it would be worth sort of the upgrade. And you you have other spots to upgrade. I think that you can hide Hedges in in this lineup right now anyways. Not so much Torrens, because I don't think his defense is good enough. And Mejia, we'll see. Like I've said before, hopefully you get his bat right. And if you do bring him up, then he's... You know, you put him in the lineup for a few games and let him swing away and, and see what he can do and see if he has the bat speed back. But um, I could see him adding like an out, like a, an outfielder that wouldn't cost much and just to, to some depth and kind of go from there with the offense. It's pretty good. Uh, so I think that's all I wanted to talk about today, going going a little longer than I thought. But, yeah, let me know how, how these come out, I guess, and uh, I'm sure I'll get a little better at them in time but it's, it's an easy way just to kind of put some thoughts out there. If I don't write something at some point, I can at least, um, you know, or if, even if I do provide some, some additional value for, uh, subscribers, cause I, I really appreciate anybody who, who hands over any of their money. You know, I understand how many things out there are, are, you know, want your money. Cause I'm in the same position where I want to subscribe to a bunch of stuff and, you know, not only like Netflix and all that stuff, but all the baseball content and different, different people's newsletters are becoming more popular now. And um, just the national baseball stuff where you can subscribe. So I appreciate it. And uh, I'll catch up soon.